Hello and welcome back. Before we begin, we should announce the results of last week's What's Wrong With This Photograph competition. In fact, due to a misprint, there was actually nothing wrong with the photograph at all, except that Pigbin Josh's miniskirt was slightly the wrong shade of tartan. Oh, and in a very real sense, ah. Thankfully, quite a few of you spotted it anyway, so we shall be sending Series 1 of Robert's Robots to Mr Polyp Bogleclencher of Newport Pagnell in the hope that it will help shore up his crumbling rookery, or possibly rockery, his handwriting gets increasingly shaky. Trebridge, make the announcement. Ladies and gentlemen, much to our surprise and contrary to popular demand, it's Episode 2 of Round the Archives. <laughs> I think we've got to do episode two of this. Oh, wow. Gosh, hello. Uh, I'm Andrew. And I'm Lisa. And we are very amazed, surprised and delighted even, that yeah. we've had a very nice response to issue one of Round the Archives. So is gonna... it an issue or is it an episode? Well, I don't know. Let's call it, let's call it an episode. Okay. It? it sounds good. Right. So, so this is episode two. Thank you to everybody who responded to episode one. Um... Now, what did we have feedback? Oh, David Brunt says that the Clampets in London was originally in colour. So oh, okay. that horrible, grotty-looking colour sort of on it, wishy-washy, is actual genuine NTSC colour. I was going to say cover. And uh, who else was it? Michael Seeley wants some more all gas and gators. Yes, Michael Seeley, we will do some more We will do that at some point. Not this episode. Probably yeah. not the next episode. Coming soon. Well, soonish. Um, and thanks also to various people who've helped us with things that are coming up. We yes. won't say too much yet, but they know yes. who they are. Okay. Um, what have we been mostly watching in the last few weeks since the last episode? Then we have mostly been watching Mr. Rose. Yes. And Crib. Oh yes, Crib. We discovered Crib we in like the crib. in the last few weeks, haven't we? we? Do. Yes, yes, we, we that's, have. That's quite fun. It's quite fun. It's it's it's. Oh, explain what Crib is. Crib is it's but a Victorian detective, much like Sergeant Cork, but it's completely different from Sergeant Cork because it's in colour. It's in colour <laughs> to start with. And it's, it's got different men in it. It's got different people in it. <laughs> it's from 1980. And it's, it's quite done funny. On, and it's strange. quite funny. And it's done on video. And, it's and a, film. Um, a little bit of film. And it's a bit weird. Yes. We'd never really seen Crib. Well, no. I think I'd seen a couple on Sunday mornings yeah. years and years ago, but that was a new one on us. And I caught a bit of it once, um, I think on UK Gold. Um, but it, yeah, it's very good. And we, we urge you to track down the DVDs, which mm-hmm. aren't that really hard to find. Um, yeah. It's, again, it's another police series. We do a lot of a lot, police An awful stuff. lot of police series in our collection. Um, what other things have we had to do our collection recently? I saw uh, some Sykes had arrived. Yeah, some S- Sykes has arrived, yes. Just for some reason, the seller of Sykes decided to send it out to be signed for. All right. So it had to be re-delivered because we weren't here the first time. And um, we've also got The Ascent of Man. We have. Um, documentary series from yeah, the from early, 70s early 70s on the recommendation of somebody what was in it. Yeah. We will say more when we come to that yeah. at some point. 
Um, what other things? Oh, we've uh, been to a convention, haven't we? Have. We have. We've been to Swansea. We've been to Swansea for the Regenerations convention. Very good it was too. And that was that was excellent. Um, mm. Loads of people um, went there. Uh, we will maybe do a little review of that once we've got Warren here in the room as yeah, well, because we'll he was it. our lovely driver who drove us all the way. It was an absolute slog to get there mm. on the Friday. Um but not so, such a much of a slog to come back. And, yes, but very good convention. Thank you to everybody who did that. But to mm-hmm. kick off this issue, um, well, if I play the bit of music, then okay. you'll uh, we'll then you'll be able to see. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, here's a little bit of music. What does that mean to you, Lisa? That means to me a little furry bear with a hat and a duffel coat and occasionally Wellington boots. And his name is Paddington. Paddington. The actual bit of music is called Size 10 Shuffle, apparently. Okay. Yes. So uh, it wasn't specially composed for the series? No, it predates Paddington by a few years and was released in uh, by... A group called The Boyfriends. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Apparently 1972. Okay, always the same, it's the same age as me then. Mm, and it's the B-side to the Lord Peter Whimsy theme. Which we also have on DVD. Do we have that? We do. Oh, all right. Yeah. Starring Ian Carmichael. Okay, that one, yes. And and um, uh, Rex, no, not Rex, that's not his name. Uh, he was in Doctor Who. Rex, who was in Doctor Who. Rex Robinson. I was going to say Rex Rex Tucker. No, No. not Rex Tucker. No. Rex Tucker. So you got Miss Rex Tucker, Rex Robinson as his manservant. Ah, right. His gentleman's gentleman. His gentleman's gentleman. What's this got to do with Harry Not a lot. Nothing, but you said Lord Peter Whimsy. Oh, right. Okay. Well, all right. But... Why do you want to do Paddington today? Why do I want to do Paddington, Tim? I want to do Paddington. Paddington Because I absolutely adore Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear, A Bear Called Paddington, was the first book I was bought after I learned to read. So it's very dear to me. I have about four different copies of A Bear Called Paddington in various different formats. Uh, And I also have four different Paddington soft toys. I have one BBC one, two ones, one with Wellington boots, more of which we'll talk about later, because he doesn't have Wellington boots in the original stories, not Mm -hmm. until later on. And a movie one, which we'll also talk about a little bit later. And I just love Paddington. I, I think I identify with Paddington because Paddington always sets out to be helpful and to be, you know, to, he does his best. And ultimately, it usually goes wrong and he gets sticky. Do you often get sticky? I, I quite often get sticky. All right, okay. <laughs> no comment on that one, never mind. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> we Paddington. Should, we should say, though, this is the BBC Paddington series. Yes, and not series. any of the other versions. There are three Paddington Bear series. The BBC one from 1975. Um, which is a proper Paddington Which Bear. is proper Paddington. There's a 1989 one, which, which is, is Hanna-Barbera and... 
Central Independent Television. Which we've seen about a five minute clip of, not even five minutes, Did, yeah. about a minute clip of, and I made you turn it off because it's no, it's a, an, a bottom of my... I can't even so it that. has got Tim Awful. Curry in it as Mr Curry. Yeah, well, we didn't get that far. Mm, all right, okay, but... You know, logical choice. Who who should we play? Get to play Mr. Curry. Well, we'll get Mr. Curry to play Mr. <laughs> Curry. Yes. So yeah, that's the 1989 version, and there is also just got to find this a 1997 uh, version, Canadian stroke British stroke French version, which I have bought on DVD but haven't watched yet. Which ran for 117 episodes. Jonathan okay, Kidd so is Paddington, and John Glover is Mr. Brown. Okay. Uh, oh, and Cyril Shapps is Mr. Gruber, and Nigel yeah. Lambert is Mr. Curry. So Lambert. that's not that's not he pops up a lot. That's not a bad cast actually. But no. yes, we're talking about 1975 here. Yes. Well, it started actually. It was made. It must have been made in 1975. No. Oh yes, yes. But it started but on broadcast the 5th of is... January 1976. Yes. The first few episodes were stripped Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um. At when is it? Five forty. Just yeah, episode, yeah, episode one, Please Look After This Bear, is 5.40 on the Monday, just before the national news with Kenneth Kendall. Okay. So it was that thing that used to get five-minute animated things just, just, before, just the before the news. And a Magic Roundabout. Like Magic Roundabout. Um, another link with the Magic Roundabout is it's animated by Ivor Wood. All right. Ivor Wood, who worked on Magic Roundabout and also on The Herbs with Michael Bond. Because yes. Michael Bond wrote the herbs. Wrote the herbs. Yeah. I knew that. I knew that, but maybe not everybody listening does. Yeah. Rose Cat doesn't know that, do you, Rose? She's giving me a look. Mm. No, right. <laughs> okay, uh, so what did we do? We watched the first eight, eight episodes. episodes. Um, the reason we watched the first eight episodes is we wanted to watch it until Mr. Curry appeared. And that's how long it took for Mr. Curry mm. to appear. Because we've got Please Look After This Bear, where Paddington is picked up at the railway station. That sounds... That sounds wrong. Yeah. yeah. Bear in hot water, where he arrives at the house and has a bath. Yeah, and, and, and he doesn't quite flood the house the way in the film does, but he does cause a bit of a damp patch. Yeah. Paddington goes underground. There's no dog. Um, he, but he's got bacon sticking he's out of his... He's got bacon. I mean, there are dogs, but in the film there's a dog. I will go, we'll talk about that later. He's got bacon sticking out of his suitcase. Yeah, so he, he gets followed by loads of dogs. A shopping expedition. Paddington goes to buy some pyjamas. He does. Um, and ends so up... in the television series, he doesn't buy pyjamas. He buys... They get his duffel coat and a beret. Because obviously, because he comes from darkest Peru, he doesn't need a coat because mm. it's hot. Right. In the books, you mean? In the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his pyjamas do look very sort of Hawaiian shirty, John yes. Nathan Turnery, yes, very garish. Very bright. Very um, bright. He's a very he's a bear. That but that's where he gets out. his Wellington boots, isn't yes. it? Um, that you never see, you don't see again mm. for a few episodes. Shall we say about the Wellington boots now? You yes. can say about the Wellington boots. Yes. If you buy a Paddington bear toy, um, like that one over there, it'll have Wellington boots. Not all of them do. Not all of them do, but but the ones that stand up do. Right, because. Um, this is all down to Jeremy Clarkson's mum, isn't it? It is. That she made a Paddington Bear toy for young Jeremy. And because it kept falling over, she put it in Wellington boots. Yes. Um, and then they started selling um, these Paddingtons um, about, yeah, about 72. And uh, um, Michael Bond... I was going to say Michael Wood. No, Michael Wood. <laughs> no, no. He does history. And Michael Bond got to hear about this. and uh, It was a little bit cross, I would imagine. But then they became friends, and now that's why yeah. all Paddingtons have 
Not all Paddingtons. All right. Only Paddingtons that stand Proper up. Paddingtons? Proper Paddingtons, is it, is but that? not every single proper Paddington. Right, okay. Okay. Um, narration by Michael Horden. Michael Horden, yes. Also the voice of Gandalf in the BBC Lord of the Lord Rings. Of the Rings and... Which fe- features a youngish Bill Nye mm-hmm. as Samwise Gamgee with a slightly rubbish rural accent. Right. Okay. Uh, where were we? Episode... Five Paddington and the Old Master. He meets Mr. Gruber. Nothing he to doesn't... do. Nothing to do with Roger Delgado. No, no, he doesn't meet Mr. Gruber, but he goes to Mr. Gruber's yeah, sudden, shop. For suddenly, a... he's friends with Mr. Gruber. Yeah, you sort of missed something out somewhere. Yeah. Because the first three or four episodes are almost like a serial. They aren't are. They? they follow them from one to another. To then, another then, to another. then they become more sort of individual. Yes, and if episodes. you if you don't watch them in order or if you stop you can go back and you won't have missed anything mm. not that you've missed anything anyway because you know but yeah paddington what well, he makes a painting well, he tries to repair he tries to repair a painting that he thinks needs repairing that mr brown has just actually in fact painted and he tries to do this by cleaning it and he smudges it so then he tries to repair it with some much i saw some marmalade mm. <laughs> like i said he gets sticky yes a spot of decorating um, he decorates, he decorates the, attic. the attic and, and wallpapers over the door. Yeah, that that's very much in the sort of Laurel and Hardy slapstick All those routines you see with people doing wallpaper. Yeah. If you go to a pantomime, you either see the baking scene, yeah, or the wallpapering or the scene. Because there's Bruce Forsyth and Norman, Norman Wisdom, Wisdom doing do it. it. The London Palladium, yeah, yeah. All sorts yeah. Of and like I think Rob Brydon does it with Bruce Forsyth as well in in oh, yes. a more recent yeah. thing, doing the playing the normal wisdom part which is basically him climbing a ladder stepping on the wallpaper and having to get another bit a <laughs> uh, family group Paddington takes a photo of the browns and ends up taking a photo of a bee or a wasp isn't it or, yes something like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Paddington makes a bid Mr. Gruber goes yes. to the auction. He takes him to an auction. Don't take Paddington yeah. Bear to an auction. But he ends up buying some carpentry tools. He does. Which actually leads into the next into the episode. Into the next episode, yeah. Um, but it was that thing about... And I vaguely remember this when I was small, when I went to sort of village auctions, that I would like almost sit on my hands yeah. in case... You the, bid for uh, they, something by mistake. Yeah, they, they thought I was bidding. So maybe that's <laughs> through watching this Paddington Possibly, episode. Yeah. Oh, no, it's actually nine episodes we saw. Cause it's, oh, nine episodes, yeah. all right. Um, do it yourself. It must uh, be episode Pad- nine, Mr Paddington, Curry. Yes, yeah, Paddington makes a magazine rack for Mr Curry. And cuts his table in half. Yes. So, yeah, that is actually... Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven... Yes, nine we did. Oh, Goodness. Well, they're only five minutes, so, are, we, yeah. so we flew through them. It didn't them. take long. No. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's... How many are there in totals? Eight, it's quite a lot. Fifty-six... Mm. Episodes and a few specials. Um, One of the specials features Paddington recreating the Gene Kelly dancing. Oh, singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. Yeah, they sometimes show that. Yeah. Yeah. As as a clip. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he also did an advert, some adverts for Marmite. He did. In the late 2000s. I vaguely remember those. But you were saying that he looks wrong. Does he? Yeah, he he looks too too teddy bearish. All right. It's just basically a teddy bear that they've stuck a hat and a coat Mm. and boots on. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, if you know the original Paddington thing, Paddington's the only 3D figure in yeah, everybody it. Everybody else, else is 2D, 2D sort of cardboard, yeah. paper, cat-a-tons. You wear the same clothes all the time. Yes. Um, but he does sort of handle other 3D things like Mr. Curry's table and yes. things like that. Yes. But yeah, yeah, but, but, but Paddington's the only... 
it's almost as though he's the only real thing in yeah, it. Yeah, and everything else is fantasy. Perhaps yeah. he's in the perhaps he's in you know the world of dreams and fantasy. Yeah. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> I don't believe that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you've uh, you've how much have you got? You haven't got the whole lot yet, have you? But Paddington. No. Yeah, we have got. Oh, you have complete. got a lot. Right, I, just, okay. I couldn't find it to watch it, so we oh. watched. The, that's why we watched the first nine episodes. It's uh, in the pile or on a shelf. Uh, our amazing piles. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. But but before we move on to something else, uh, I would just like to say, if you've not seen the recent Paddington film, mm-hmm. I would highly recommend. I'm just going to have a sweet. Uh, really, right now. Mm, yeah. Okay. Don't smack your lips. Oh, I'm not smacking your lips. You are smacking your lips. It's a fruit jelly. They make this noise. Right. It's either that or I end up sticky, so... Mm. Well, that would be appropriate. There you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the film version of Paddington, which came out in 2014, which features uh, Hugh Bonneville and um, mm-hmm. a certain Peter Capaldi mm-hmm. doing a different accent. Um, and Jim... Mr Curry doing a silly voice. <laughs> and Jim Broadbent and Mr... I'm Qu- not Mr Curry. I'm Mr... Murray. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very good film it's also got Jim Broadbent in it and Nicole Kidman and lots of other people and it's absolutely lovely it, you should everybody should watch it because it's it's you will come out of it feeling happy and having really enjoyed the film mm. yes right. I enjoyed it yeah well I think we've seen it about three or four times now and I've enjoyed it every single time gosh yes that's good it's, and he's cute and, and Ben Wishaw who does the voice of Paddington is absolutely right because originally it was Colin Firth and I think I agree that Colin Firth's voice would have been a bit too old for Paddington because Paddington is not old he's young mm. and you also see how he gets his hat because it's his uncle's hat and, and oh, that's it uncle what is it uncle Patuzo or something Patuzo yeah, something yeah. Like that, uncle Patuzo and Aunt Lucy and Aunt Lucy goes to live in the home for retired bears in, yes. in Lima I remember that because <laughs> I remember having the books but I also remember Paddington would appear as there'd be a story in the Blue Blue Peter annuals as oh, well. Oh right, yeah. I vaguely remember. Yeah. And that would be probably because Michael Bond was a cameraman on the Blue Peter. Oh, that's true. On Blue Peter. On, on the Blue. On, on the, the Blue Peter. On the Blue Peter. What the, the well-known shit. <laughs> oh, that's true. We should. We do. We should say that. Yeah, Michael Bond, who has just recently celebrated his ninetieth birthday this year, mm-hmm. I kill him the same age as uh, My Majesty the Queen. Though he's never been given a sir. No. You should be giving us a. Oh, I see. Hmm. There we go then. Right. Yeah, so, but Paddington, watch it. It's good. I have. It well, is. Not you, the people out there. Oh, right. Okay, thank you. Right, next thing we're going to do is Nick's second part of Nick's interview. Yes. I think we've better better use that use that from the archives. Yeah. Because we've got an awful lot of interviews already recorded, so we better. Start working through them. So, uh, next 10 minutes are back Nick to Nick Goodman. Goodman. Hello, Nick. Next question. Uh, did you ever miss an episode of Doctor Who? And if so, what caused you to miss it? <laughs> yes. Um, well, to be honest, um, I suppose... 
I started watching regularly from Robot onwards because I remember um, John Pertwee regenerating and thinking, you know, I've been watching this from on and off. And I really ought to settle down, knuckle down, and actually yeah. follow the story. Put some I, effort in. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember Sea Devils, I remember Green Death, Dust of the Daleks, Plant of the Spiders. But I thought, let's actually follow. And I and it was from Robot onwards. I was actually what memorizing the cliffhangers, memorizing. That's the, your fan. Sort yeah, of that was the beginning genesis of my fan. Of your fandom. It, it was genesis of the fandom. And um, indeed the genesis of the reason why I know you, to be yes, frank. Exactly, yeah, yes, exactly. Exactly. Which was 30 years. Congratulations. Oh, 30 yes, years, yes, yes, 30 years in July, yeah, yes. Um, but <laughs> I I suppose with with the Hinchcliffe ones, even though they, they stand out for me as the, the total excellent, um, I think from Planet of Evil onwards, I was a little bit more cautious than yeah. the show. So I, oh, think I remember being scared. scared. Um, but you're you're pretty much a Williams Graham Williams is well, that your favourite era? I think or probably these days Hinchcliffe Williams combo. Yeah, both, but with yeah. enormous respect for Barry Lentz, yeah, I, I love mean, the I know you, years. You, yeah, I know you're you're fond of. So I think seventy two yeah, basically seventy two generally. Um, but was there? Yes, I think Planet of Evil uh, was the first one I actually. Um, I hate to use the term deliberately missed mm. because simply because I was too scared to go yeah. on. I mean, when I think my um, I thought they were safe in the spaceship, and then Michael Wisher gets turned into a, a, a one of those <laughs> ghastly desiccated. That scared me to. Yes, you can say what you like. I can always yeah, bleep it out. Yeah, don't yeah. Worry. Scared me to eat. Um, and um, yeah, I was. I, w- I will admit, I was a wimp, and I was too. I I, I sat. I. I, I uh, sat episode four out in the kitchen eating French fancies. Um, I then said, "Oh shucks! I wish I'd seen that." And and went out of my way to try and Didn't, get did target that get repeated? Location. It you did, did the get, following. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, that, and the trouble is, I was just as cowardly. <laughs> you watch it then, oh, but so I avoided who. I, although I, it was always on, and we were always sort of watching it. But um, I would, I would, I kept who at, at quite a distance until. Um, I was, it's the old thing you're, you're too scared to watch but mm. you want to find out what happens anyway um, I remember, I'm, you know I remember bits of every story of that yeah. season and when I look back I thought well there's nothing scary in that why did I hide behind the sofa why, why was I right behind the door as it were sofas can be moved I never trusted the sofa so I was at the door um, so why, why did I do that you know there's nothing scary in that so um, you came did, when did you come back to it then I came back to it I suppose um, with well I, mean, I was still I, every episode was on it yeah. just I watched it in moderation oh, right. um, the next episode I actually missed was and this is the first one I missed until Fenric which I recorded because i was in a show at the time um but that was horror fang rock episode four um because and that's i don't know um, i don't know this story so my sister took me to in 1977 took me to see spy who loved me which was doing the rounds at the time um i i'd seen bond before i thought well yeah let's let's do it and they could date and my mum in those days it never occurred to me i think well it did occur to me to make her an audio recording of it but i'd done that with revenge of the cybermen and didn't understand what was going on because <laughs> there was lots of toing and froing. i hadn't seen the wookie stuff at that point and so that all this running around didn't make a lot of sense on audio so i my mum wrote it all down in synopsis oh. as it was happening i wish i still had it and oh. she was describing the routine and uh, she was saying ball it was a ball i said ball talks to doctor who (laughs) (laughs) and and it was another 11 years before i saw that episode um but then i think invisible enemy happened and that was it yeah um i didn't miss another rooted to the spot i wasn't i didn't quite miss. i wasn't quite missing i didn't quite miss fenric i i did tape it obviously Mm. but uh i think i had to 
yeah um but no yeah. but that, that that lines up nicely ah. it's almost as though there's some flow to this <laughs> what things did you first record off the tv because I was I was very late to recording yeah. off the telly. Um, there were little bits actually, um, just and audio bits yes. and pieces. I know you've got some tapes of just odds and ends, or, yes. or did have. Um, the first thing I recorded, I, I I can't claim to have recorded it myself because I was only two at the time. Was actually the goodies, because we uh, we were given a tape, my sister and I, and it was Nick's side and Jenny's side, mm. and Jenny had um, sound bites from. Six Wives of Henry VIII. In fact, when I watched it again, oh, that's the bit with that's yes, it's the bit where um, yeah, I I, I recognise whole sound bites on my side with the goodies, yeah. and I could if I if they do release the full goodies, there was it's it's uh, something about it's like a football matchy, we are the champions kind of thing, and um, a snap a little snippet. Of, so, what year is this roughly? We're talking about seventy one, seventy one, um, yeah. possibly seventy two. Um, Revenge of the Cybermen episode two. Um, actually, that was the other one. I'm mean, sorry. <laughs> I did miss Revenge of the Cybermen episode two because I went to a kid's party. Um, and that wasn't deemed a success. And I didn't do it again until Invisible Enemy episode four. So I thought, I can't take the bloody thing off the telly. I, I, I've got to preserve this somehow. <laughs> you know, I kind of. And that, that was it. I did the repeats of Pirate Planet and yeah. Androids of Tara the year after. And from J and T onwards, first I, I Doctor Who I audio recorded was shamefully the Five Doctors. Oh, I was right, that yeah, late yeah. to audio recording. Yeah, but I did. There was a time when I was recording everything. Yeah, I, I, I did. Um, I did a Granddad. <laughs> a <laughs> granddad. season of Granddad. <laughs> oh blimey! <laughs> That's a real name and shame, isn't it? <laughs> Get out of my house, Goodman! <laughs> I'm not having you in here recording um, Granddad. I didn't mind your language as well. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, uh, what else did I do? Um, did I? I did a saffron still. I did the yeah. um, man with no face, oh. um, the photos one. Uh, I did. An, I was going to say, how does the story about photos work on audio? But <laughs> I did halfway through episode three. I just said, I know, I'll take this, <laughs> and I'd, I'd take that in the last episode. Um, yeah. So that was that was quite fun. Blake seven. I did a sort of the summer repeats in episode one. I did a compilation, you know, combining it down to, yeah. to fit onto. Um, so I did quite a few Blake sevens. Um, ooh. Hmm. Hmm. A lot of my parents recorded a lot of that. We've still got decimalisation. Well, well I, I, I have to ask you because again that that leads on Southern Television startup music. Oh, Why yes. did you record that? Because I loved it. <laughs> um, I used to. I suppose I got up for the cartoons sort of early on. This was again very early on in my Who time, so on Saturday morning, and I just was fascinated with this music because it it changed from being very kind of epic and sweepy and emotional. You can and look, then you it can was look like, this up on YouTube. The, yes, the Southern TV Richard music is on there. I think it was composed in 1958. My, my friend who was born in 58, sorry, Graham, um, was um, he, he remembers it. Remembers getting up to listen to it as well. Mm. But the, the the I think what fascinated me is you had this sort of emotional epic music, and then it flips right over, and, it goes, and it's almost like a jester's come on and, and kind of completely kind I, of. I've, I've heard the, the tape and yeah. you, you can hear you saying it's, it's starting. Started. Yes, that was very remiss of me. <laughs> I, 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 talking I all over it. But, so um, then you later went on to use it for your tape scene. I know, it yeah. just fitted what I... I, I wanted a, a light-hearted tape scene, but I with a revolutionary kind of... Um, something this is, this is Ray Face Shift. Ray Face Shift, 1989 to 1996. Okay. Um, I was very small time and uh, I think um, I never really had the... 
I, I, I was aware that I wasn't trendy in it. So <laughs> I, I kind of um, felt that it would be frowned upon by, by, by fandom. I shouldn't have really given a <laughs> monkey's nuts, really. But uh, but uh, but yeah, you do at the time, don't you? But, so, but uh, yeah, I mean, I used it that music because... I just thought it, if it fitted the mood, yeah. you know, I got, oh, yes, I like this. Weirdly, although I lived in the southern region, I didn't know that's what it was because yeah. I heard it on oh, Ray Face Shift and wondered what the music was. Oh, right. I didn't clock that it was the southern music. I have music. A, a CD. Maybe of, I didn't get up there. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I, I have a, C, a CD of Richard Adensall's music. Um, yeah. I think that version on, in there, which is a bit different, it's actually a, a little bit more Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, um, a little bit, you know, got a bit more polished. But uh, that version was used on Andy Ching's tape to tape um, Ray Face Shift documentary. Oh yes, I remember that. Um, yeah. But yeah. no, uh, well done, Richard Adensall. That's yeah. that's uh, it really is quite something. And thanks once again to Nick for his interview. We'll hear part three of it. Um, hopefully in episode three. Um, his mention of Grandad did remind me of one thing, though. Okay, what's that? Um, that the theme tune for Grandad. I always get confused with the theme tune to Paddington a bit in my head. Really? It's one of those ones. If I start singing one, it turns into the other. Okay, well that happens a lot. Yeah, you keep pointing that out to me, but Grandad definitely goes, "Who's that walking down the street?" Bandy legs and decaying feet. Educated feet. What? It's educated feet. What are you talking about? Well, he hasn't got decaying feet. Why would he have decaying feet? They're educated feet. He's old. His feet are decaying. Yeah, but his feet are old, so they're educated. <laughs> no. It's not decaying feet. You look it up. Uh, ba- it's, no, it's bandy legs and decaying feet. It's educated feet. His feet are decaying. <laughs> All right, anyway, um, we'll have that argument later. Um, But as you were talking about Paddington and its first broadcast, Mm -hmm. which was Monday the 5th of January 1976. So I said, didn't I? Yes. Yes. Oh, Martha Cat's in the window. She's rolling over. We're doing this in the bedroom, by the way, because we've got the washing machine on. Martha, don't fall out the window. She's rolling over. (laughs) got her feet up on the window she is daft you might hear her make a noise in a minute um but we thought it would be interesting just to go through what the tv landscape on bbc one was um mm-hmm. in the first week of january yes 1976 yes so this is um if we start on the saturday before that saturday the third mm-hmm. um first thing we're looking at BBC Genome, which, if you don't know, know it is a website with a complete listing of all the Radio Times mm-hmm. um, for, well, going back to the year dot, basically, 1923, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Um, yes, it is. But the first thing on Saturday of oh. that week was Bagpuss. Right. So that's nice. Okay. Um, this is before Swap Shop. Swap Shop was October 76. Mm-hmm. The first episode, so you don't actually have a dedicated um, sort of magazine program for kids on BBC One at this point. There mm-hmm. is a load of kids stuff on BBC One yeah. on Saturday mornings, but mm-hmm. it's um, it runs Bagpuss Genie, whatever that is, Whirlybirds, Bewitched, Little House on the Prairie, 
Mm. Um, now, mm. did you ever watch that? No. No. Why didn't you watch that? It's too nice. It was not, it's too nice. It's too. It's too. It's all, all sugary and sweet and and, and yeah. It's. It, I have no interest in Little House. On the I can do the theme tune. Can you go on? There it goes. Um, no, that's, <laughs> that was going to turn into something completely different. Well, again, uh, that wouldn't be a surprise. No, it's um. Da 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 da. Plink, plink, and plink, and plink. Da 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 da. I think that's the Waltons, da, isn't it? Da 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 da. No, plink, plink, and plink, and plink. What? It's the Waltons. It's the Waltons, is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know that's nice and sugary sweet as well. Right, but... It's all the same, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, Laurel and Hardy. Yes, those were the days when you still got Laurel and Hardy. Right. On Thanks. BBC One. Wow. Yes. Uh, help, helpmates. Um, okay. That. That's where. I think Ollie's had a party and Stan comes round to help clear up. Oh, right. Oh, gosh. Um, I can guess the chaos that ensues. Yeah. Bugs Bunny in Racketeer Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Password. Esther Ranson presides over the fun and contestants are joined in friendly rivalry by Pete Murray and Terry Wogan. No okay. idea what that is. Yeah, that doesn't, yeah there's no clue, uh, is there? Gosh. Weather with Bill Giles and Grandstand for... <laughs> <laughs> What was that? That noise <laughs> against noise. sport generally. Grandstand, <laughs> waste of the schedule. Yes, it's like um, four hours of, of nothing. I was expecting Basil Brush to be listed at this point, but then it goes quarter past five, Walt Disney's The Mouse Factory. Oh, God. And this was like a load of clips of Walt Disney films with some sort of host mm-hmm. each week. And this week it was Sherry Lewis. Oh, and, and Larry the Lamb. No, Lamb Chop. Oh, lamb Chop. Well, it doesn't say lamb chop. She might have like had, not had lamb chop. Sherry Lewis re uh, rewrote. She co-wrote an episode of um, Star Trek. Did she? She did. Did it have a puppet lamb in it? No, it did not have a puppet lamb lamb in it. It was. Is it the Cloud Minders? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look that no look that up and try and type with one hand. Let's have a look. <laughs> just feel the space noise. Yeah, <laughs> just 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 say something. What's Martha doing? She's she's still in the. She's window. still wearing yeah. uh, the lights of Zeta. Okay. Written by Jeremy Tarcher and Sherry Lewis. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So that's from season three of original Star Trek. Okay. okay. Isn't season three a bit pants? Uh, yes. Uh, news at 5.40 and then Doctor Who is the Brain of Morbius part one. Yay. Something decent Something de- yeah. Uh, honestly, Doctor Who is pretty much the highlight of this schedule. Because after Doctor Who, not the generation game, but it's Cliff and Friends. Okay. Anything that says and friends yeah, it's on is, is, is usually certainly dodgy. Saturday Night at the Movies, Three Violent People starring Charlton Heston. Mm. Uh, look, Mike Yarwood. Uh, Kojak. All right. News, Match of the Day, Parkinson. Right. Yeah, Brain and Morbius is pretty much the only <laughs> thing I'd have been excited about, apart from maybe but then you were... Lauren and Hardy and... Bagpush. Well, you were only about seven, weren't you? In 1976, uh, I would have been seven, yes. So, but yeah, yeah not, a, not a great Saturday night schedule, it has no, to be said. No, um, no Golden Age television. No, no. Um, sun, Sunday, Camberwick Green, um, ba, 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 ba. Women at Work. Should just put out oh, this is only BBC stuff because yeah. it's easier to Oh, the farming programme. Oh. Yeah. It's like the precursor to, to Country Farm, isn't it? Yeah. But look, less, look stranger, where did the children play? No idea what that is. Okay, that sounds dodgy. Film matinee where no vultures fly. 
Is that a western of some kind? Uh, Dinah Sheridan's in it, so... Oh, probably not. In there. East Africa, game warden Bob Payton, sickened by the wholesale slaughter of wild animals, begins a drive to found a, nas- found a national park. Oh, okay. Cheery. Yeah. Uh, um, what have we got? Hometown, the K... Prince and the Pauper. Oh, that's mm. mild. No, that's mildly interesting because it's a Barry Letts job. Oh, okay. Um, with um, I love the way it says BBC Genome's a bit bad for this sometimes. The Prince and the Pauper by Mark Twain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it lists all the contributors. Unknown Mark Twain. Well, I'm guessing he's the writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got Nicholas Lindhurst in it. Oh yeah, that's looking as the Prince and looking, the Pauper. Looking extremely young. Uh, he was quite young, wasn't he? Holiday 76, On the Move. On the Move. On the Move, on the Move, we're on the move it's again. Bob Hoskins in it? Bob Hoskins and Donald G. Okay. Gay Hamilton, Patricia Hayes, Polly James, script by Barry Took. This was a okay. series for sort of adult literacy. literacy. Yeah. I, yeah, that's... A few of those are knocking around. I have seen some bits of that. Um, okay. Anno Domini, Songs of Praise... Poldark. Mm. Produce... Well, that's, that's not a surprise. Yeah, I was going to say that, now. I was going to say it's still on, isn't well, it? It's not. It's not the same Poldark. A romantic serial in sixteen parts. Was Pro- that the first episode? Um, not sure. Doesn't say. Um, script edited by Simon Masters, Blake Seven. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, produced. What he wrote, but produced yeah. by uh, Morris Barry. All right. So there you go. Okay. Lovely Morris Barry. Yeah. I never met him, so I couldn't say. Oh, that's life. Uh, with Kieran, well, Esther Ranson, obviously, Cyril Fletcher, Kieran Prendeville, and Glyn Worsnip. I always used to remember that people who worked on That's Life always had very silly names. Yeah, it's like they, they you know, sort of recruited them because mm. their names were silly. Uh, new series, Read All About It, introduced by Melvin Bragg. Okay. Mm-hmm. Politics Now. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And The Weatherman. Right. Again, not, not the most exciting. Thing in the world. Um, mm. Monday. So Monday is where the first episode of Paddington's okay. on. We'll zoom through this. Uh, Mr. Ben the Wizard. Okay, yeah. All right. Rhubarb. Yeah. That's really rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. That was meant to be the rhubarb theme. Yeah. Oh, I can remember how uh, Little House on the Prairie goes. It goes, Nina, Nina, Nina. No, that's an ambulance, isn't it? Yes. Right, okay. Jack and Ori. Are All the Giants Dead by Mary Norton? Okay, well, she wrote The Borrowers. Ah, all right, okay. She's obviously obsessed with size. <laughs> Pardon? Oh, well, she wrote about little people and big people. Martha stopped scraping the window. Martha's scraping the window. She's seen a bird or something. Okay. Uh, Blue Peter, Leslie serves dinner in the clouds as she learns how to be a waitress on wings. On wings or... or wings. Wings. On, on an aeroplane, not well, on... Yeah, the, no, on not, an aeroplane, not, not, not on Paul McCartney. Yeah. John Craver's news round. do 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 do, 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 do. The Sleeping Princess by Kay McManus. Okay. Doesn't mean a thing. Oh, beautiful princess who pricked her finger and fell asleep for a hundred years. Sleeping Beauty. Bernard Cribbins. Okay. Sylvia Sims. Well, Cribbins is always good. Yeah. And here we go. 1740 Paddington. Please look after this bear. Okay. National News Nationwide. Ask the family. Mm. Ding 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 diddle 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 ding Tush and fight yes alright okay Oh Z cars hello what Z cars was it? Uh Guns new new series of Z cars Guns 
by Alan Pryor. Does it exist? Yes. Script edited by Graham Williams, no less. Mm-hmm. Um, it might get out on DVD if we ever get that far. Well, I don't think we're going to get maybe. that far, are we? Panorama, <laughs> 9 o'clock news, Monday film, No Way to Treat a Lady tonight. There you go. No Way to... Is that two separate what? things? What? No Way to Treat a Lady or um, No Way to Treat a Lady tonight? The Monday film, No Way to Treat a Lady. Right. Pause. Ah, tonight with Sue Lawley. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yes. You didn't leave a pause. Maybe Edited a by Michael Bunk One. I think they mean Michael Bunce. <laughs> Michael Bunk One. B U N C One. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I my... that was his name. No, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, oh, I've got it. What? Da da da. Da, 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 dynasty. Da. dynasty. Dynasty. Not Little House on the Prairie. No, definitely not. All right, okay. Pebble Mill at one on Tuesday. Bod. Ooh. John <laughs> Le- We've got to stop doing theme shows, honestly. <laughs> uh, John the Measurer, Derek Griffiths, all that. Pobbly Cum. Derek Griffiths? Pobbly Cum. This must be a Welsh one, though. Derek Griffiths did the music. Pobbly oh. Cum, people of the valley. In Welsh. Right. Okay. Off. Yeah, I can. Just because you've been to Welsh. Oh, Martha's mother. Martha's jumped on the bed. <laughs> She's being ignored. <laughs> uh, Play school wombles. Jack and Ori. Star Trek. Yeah. Cartoon Star oh, Trek. Animated series. Doesn't had the opportunity to buy that little Lego. Whipped out. As to which episode it is a cartoon series starring Mr. Spock, Captain Cook, and the crew of the Starship oh, Enterprise? I don't think it's actually starring as Mr. they Co- expl- Mr. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Did you say Mr. Cock? <laughs> Just because we're on the bed, it doesn't mean you have to be filthy. Mr. Spock! Martha's staring at you, she's cross. Um, as they explore the uncharted areas of outer space. Right. No idea what episode that is. <laughs> More than probably another of those. So. News round Rent a Ghost. Oh, a new series. Fred Mumford returns to Earth from the spirit world to open a business called Rent a Ghost. So okay. you've got, in that week, Paddington and Rent-A-Ghost starting. Okay. Ooh, that's actually quite yeah. quite, quite impressive. Yeah. If you can track down the first series of Rent-A-Ghost, it's out on DVD, hmm. it's worth watching. Cause yeah, I do like series one. That series one's a little less, or a lot less silly than some of the latest stuff, though I like the latest stuff as well. And we should just mention that, as you've just mentioned, Rent-A-Ghost, even though she's not actually in the episode, that Anne Emery passed away recently, which is very yeah, sad. Yeah, well, when, when did she turn up? Not uh, till about episode three or four. All right, yeah. okay. You should get a little bit Mr. Meeker at this point as well, so... Okay. Uh, Paddington episode two, news nationwide. Are you being served wedding bells? Oh, gosh. Everyone in the store believes that young Mr. Grace intends to propose to Mrs. Slocum. Okay, that you Mm. do. Well, yes. Uh, Yes. Ellery Queen Whodunit, the adventures of the comic book crusader, warship, nine o'clock news, play for the day, the other woman by Watson Gould. Okay. Script editor William Smethurst. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Producer David Rose, um, ex of Dead Cars as well. Tonight again. Um, zooming on to Wednesday. What have we got? Da 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 da. Pebble Mill. Teddy Edward. Oh, oh God! I haven't even seen any Teddy Edwards. It makes. I sense. remember Teddy Edward. Mister Men. Mister Bump. Uh, day and night play school pixie and dixie jack nori <laughs> screen test clips okay. from where the red fern grows rooster cogburn and sword in the stone mm-hmm. there's always a load of also ran films in that wasn't there really <laughs> no 
as I said to you, Rooster Cogburn's a Jim Wayne film, so it should be at least half decent. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. Um, Striker by Kenneth Cope, episode two. Oh, I had the book of that, I'm sure I did. Okay. Yeah, but a football team. Is that to try and encourage you to play football? Prob- probably. No, I think it was, I was in a book club and you had to buy a book every month. All right. And at school, and it was the least objectionable book. <laughs> and oh. as it was about football, the other ones must have been bloody awful. Yeah, I was going to say, what were the other ones then? Gosh. Paddington goes underground nationwide. Men of Action 633 Squadron. Okay. Nope. Is that a film or a television show? A new season of action packed feature films starring right. Cliff Robertson, George Chakiris with Harry Chakiris. Andrews. Nope, doesn't mean a thing no, to that's, me. That's, that's, that's a... Oh, Morgan and Wise show. That's oh, more right, like it. Okay. First of a new series. Is that before or after they went to Thames? Well, this is BBC One. Well, I know it's BBC One. There's 76, way okay. before. All right. yeah. I didn't know if they'd been to Thames in the no. 80s and then came back. No, no, this is 1976. We haven't reached the 80s yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, news Sports Night. Yay, sporting things. And tonight again. Uh, da, 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 Thursday. What was on Thursdays? On the move again. It's popular. <laughs> I suppose so. Well, I remember it. Uh, Trumpton, Mrs. Love, Mrs. Lovelace. No, Miss Lovelace. Miss Lovelace. She hasn't got Lovelace, married. No. Miss Lovelace and the Mayor's Hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was she the one with all the dogs, Miss Lovelace? Yeah, she was the uh, hat shop woman right. with the where's, annoying where's, dogs that fell down. Who's the one with the baby? Oh, well, that's in Camberwick Green. Oh, right, okay. And that's Mrs. Honeyman. Oh, right, okay. The gossip. Uh, Deputy Dog. Deputy Dog and his vegetable patch give a lot of people a lot of trouble. Uh, Blue I Peter. Dog. Why do you hate Deputy Dog? really annoying. Right. Blue Peter. Peter goes wire walking along the cables of Scotland's greatest suspension bridge. Okay, that's normally Noakes. What was Noakes doing that week, then? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he must have refused to do it. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown? Charlie Brown, yeah, mm, it's all right. It's all right. Paddington, National News, Nationwide, Tomorrow's World, William Willard, Raymond Baxter, Michael Rod, and Judith Han. Mm-hmm. Um, top of the Pops with Edmonds, so we can talk about it. It's all right. <laughs> Just. Just. Happy Ever After. All right. By John Chapman and Eric Merriman. Okay. So it takes two people to write it. Apparently. Uh, starring Terry Scott and June Whitfield. Terry wants to get away from it all and live in the country, but June wisely suggests a holiday in a rented cottage first, just in case. Hmm. Just in case what? Just in case he doesn't like it, I suppose. Oh, okay. Which he probably doesn't. So this is pre... Oh, Damaris Heyman's in it. Damaris oh, um, <laughs> Heyman's in a lot of stuff in the 70s. Oh, it's another BBC Genome classic. Unknown Terry Scott. Unknown Whitfield Terry. Okay. <laughs> good old Whitfield Terry. I oh, like him. Right, yeah. It's almost as good as Calamity Tom. Whatever <laughs> it was. Oh, yes. Uh, it's a good life one. We'll come to that in a minute. When the Boat Comes In, A Land Fit for Heroes. Okay, James Bolam. Yes. And when Susan. the Boat Comes In. Don't do accents. Sorry. Nine o'clock news. Good old days. Oh, Once again. Arthur Askey and Martha's rolling over. Oh, Sheila Stiefel, Arthur yeah. Askey and some others. Mm-hmm. Um, have we? Do you think we've seen that one? Or I, not? I have seen no it? idea because the BBC4 are showing them 
intermittently, but it's in, it appears to be in no kind of order whatsoever. Omnibus tonight. There you go. And finally, Cyril, Friday gives you a few seconds whilst it loads. Um, Andy Pan. God, were they still showing Andy Pandy at this point? Obviously, they were. Yeah. Good grief. Um, okay. Uh, Play school carol leader and John Glover. Mm-hmm. Barber Papa. He can change his shape like magic. Or is that weird? He's a weird pink, pink thing, thing that is he sort of blobby thing, and he's got a he blobby wife, and he's got blobby children, and he changes shape. Yes. Okay. Well, Jack and Nori. Ooh, with Arthur Lowe. Oh gosh. Okay. The Emperor's oblong pancake. Right. Illustrated by Quentin Blake, written mm-hmm. by Peter Hughes. Okay. Okay. Wacky races. Oh, I quite like that. Yeah, I know. You just like to know. Stop. Just all it mentions unknown contributors, unknown Dick Dastardly. Okay. I think this Dick Dastardly was probably playing himself. I think he probably was. Crackerjack. Crackerjack. That was a bit vague, <laughs> still. Oh, we've seen a clip of this, haven't we? Because this we... is with special guest Steely Span. Oh yeah, yeah that's the. Only had David yeah. yeah. Don McLean, Peter Glaze, Jan Hunt, Ed Stewart. Okay. Paddington, episode five, Paddington the Old Master, News Nationwide, Tom and Jerry, The Wonderful World of Disney. Well, they mm. sort of padding, it, padding Fridays out of it. Oh, padding Fridays out of it. Ain't Half Hot Mum, Mind My Maharaja. Right. Um, starring, well, the usual regular cast, but Renu Setna as the Maharaja. Oh, it's only Renu Setna. He's, he's how many parts did he play in that? I don't know, loads. Well, good loads. for him. Yeah. Good life, uh, mutiny. Tom and Barbara's troubles become dwarfed by their neighbours. This is the one that lists unknown mutiny Tom. Right. Good old mutiny Tom, yeah. like him. We Nine do. o'clock news. The detectives, Harry O. Confetti people, starring David Jansen. Okay. Not David Jason. No. 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 Tonight, Film 76, mm-hmm. Barry Norman presents a roundup of news, reviews and interviews. Um, the Sunshine Boys, starring Walter Matthau and George Burns, and mm. The Return of the Pink Panther, All with right. comments yeah. from director Blake Edwards and stars Peter Sellers and Catherine Shell. Oh, that's, that's a coincidence. We met her recently. Catherine Shell, who's a mad well not, don't she's I call her mad, mad cat, <laughs> but she's she got cat, she's though, got though. lots of cats which is she's uh, got three cats that's not lots of cats yeah but she's got cats with weird names yeah she has got cats with weird names best cat name I know she had was um, who was it I've forgotten his name <laughs> I've forgotten his name Ivan the Terrible <laughs> Ivan the Terrible yeah. Ivan the Terrible the cat yes. um, and there was one called sadly Gust- sadly no longer with no. with us but Gustav Mahler Oh, yes, and was it Isambard Kingdom Brunel? Yes, yes. <laughs> you can tell we had a natter with Catherine Shell about her cats, can't you? Yes. Um, and the Friday film Trouble in Paradise, starring Miriam Hopkins. Hmm. Never at all. No, I'd have been in bed by that point anyway. So. Mm-hmm. We'd be in bed by that point now. Well, that's true. Well, I would hope, but well, I was going to say I'm all on bed now. I'm not in bed, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing this in bed. Uh, but yeah, that's an interesting um, week. In terms of, I think, you know, apart from the sort of also rounds, the fact that you've got Paddington and Rent-A-Ghost um, starting then. So yeah. clearly it's the first week in 76 there, uh, you know, new programmes for the new season on 
BBC One. <laughs> right, there we go. <laughs> Uh, next up, we're going to have a natter with our dear friend uh, Warren Cummings. And so we'll have a listen to that and come back for something else. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. And we're here again with another interview, believe it or not. Today we've got Mr. Warren Cummings, a Hello. friend of decades. <laughs> yes, I've known many decades. You've known many decades, time, yes. and I've known you in many decades. I think we go back to the oh, sorry, to I've the eighties. Many, many, many years. Ago. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? Oh, please. Well prepared, are we? Oh, yes. I have a piece of paper oh, here. Yes. Fire away, dear boy. Well, first question which I'm going to be asking everybody in this series, I hope. What are your earliest memories of television? It's a terrifying memory I have. It's, it's amazing how the scariest things that you could always remember, and they make implant that, um, that memory upon you. And I was thinking about it only the other day. Joyce Grenville. Why is jo <laughs> What? <laughs> this is not what I was expecting. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Joyce Grenville used to do the. It used to play a teacher, didn't she, to an imaginary class. George, don't do that. That yes, sort of thing. Yes. yes, I've had the book of that years ago. Um, little sort of mini sketches of. Yeah, and she was doing the sketch, and I was sat in. I was the only person. This is when I. This is. I can date this as well as possibly seventy three, seventy four. Right. Which uh, you, you so you would have been. How old? Three or four. Three or four, all right. So probably might be airing to four because I can remember a lot more from then. And the most terrifying, I'm sat in the sitting room and you, as a child, you sit right in front of the television. Oh, I did. Yeah. And Hello. Hello. Lisa's here as well. Hello, Lisa. <laughs> it was an old black and white DER that we used to rent, I remember. Anyway, and she, there was, she was doing this set piece of the imaginary children mm -hmm. and she's doing, don't do this, don't do that don't do that Johnny and then all of a sudden there's a zoom straight on her face so her face fills the screen and she goes you don't do that scared the bejeebas out of <laughs> she me she could see you out of the telly and she, yes it's that childlike perception that's always stuck with me that gee she can see me what uh, am I doing I'm just sat here cross-legged watching the telly I'm <laughs> terrible and I was rooted to the spot uh, until uh, my mum came and got me for tea, I wow. remember that. And that, that you weren't expecting that. No, you've you? never told me that. No, never. No, and um, it's one that sits in the back of my psyche, and it, it's quite scary for Ooh, me. Thank you for that. That's, that's my first experience of television. Un unexpected. I can remember. Yeah. Now, can you remember Pertwee as the Doctor? Yes, I can. Yes, uh, very, very vaguely. In fact, the first episode of Pertwee I can remember is them driving underneath the dinosaur, the Brontosaurus. Oh, in, in, dinos yeah, in, the in dinosaur, in the Jeep, yeah. yeah. Um, having relived that recently. <laughs> Was it how you remembered it? No, no. <laughs> not at all. They say the memory lies, but it's not, it's the perception that lies. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember them driving under the dinosaur. I don't remember anything else of the episode. Mm. I'm not sure I can remember dinosaurs. I can remember Deaths of the Daleks, certainly. Mm -hmm. I think I remember Invasion of the Dinosaurs, but... It could be like confusing it with the book and things like that, but definitely remember Death of the Daleks. So yeah, I don't. We're, we're of about the same era, aren't I, we? Yeah, I don't remember the things being blooming puppets. I I just don't don't remember that perception. But um, I remember spiders. I really do. And I not being up to date with sort of uh, who then you know 
and I'm, I'm watching him re regenerate and I didn't understand the concept no. uh, and didn't grasp the concept this this is a silly thing I'm going to make myself look a bigger ass than I already am right. um, Pertwee used to drive around in Bessie quite yes. a lot so I presume Bessie was the TARDIS <laughs> <laughs> okay and so the TARDIS turns into a police box right and because and I remember Tom's first story <laughs> laughing at Tom's first story like it was broadcast the whole of Tom's first season mm. I remember as clear as I, anything yeah I can I can remember that definitely I, yeah, yeah. Uh, even down to trailers and continuity sometimes when you hear them on audio you go gosh there's my trigger I remember that yeah. and I remember the slide at the end with the BBC caption and the picture of uh, Ark in Space behind him, the control panel, yeah. and them saying the next episode will be la la la. But yes, no, I had this terrible concept that Bessie was the TARDIS and could change at will into this police yeah, box. Okay. Some sort of logic, eh? which explained the fact that uh, we never saw the TARDIS as uh, saw Bessie again after Robot until you got to. Now I've just Sylvester. I've just shown you a tiny little bit of the extraordinary affair of Ernest the Policeman. Oh no, geez, which geez. is a story from now. I've got to get the title right because. It's stories from Toy Town featuring Larry the Lamb, which is apparently what the series is uh, called. Shown between 1972 and 1974 on ITV. Yes. And this has brought back a... Oh, I have a terrible memory. A memory. I you. have a... Um, and it wasn't until I asked you to show me a moment ago that the opening type, the opening credit sequence, and then it cuts to the sort of cardboard town lookout. Um, I have had a recurring nightmare and I couldn't place the town yeah. and now I've placed the town it is it's, right, it's toy town it, it is, is toy right. town yeah. yeah and it's quite scary I just had this strange recurring dream of um, completely silhouetted town darkness because the, the shot the shot right. starts on like the sort of tower the tower bell tower or yep. clock tower everything, and it pulls back to show the whole um, again if you look in certain places you'll be able to find all of this yeah. but <laughs> It's, it's a strange way how the mind works, isn't it? Because you, you've got a, a collected dump, for want of a better word, yeah. of things swimming around there and randomly. You just need to find it. It's all yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. just finding the thing that reminds you of it. But, um, but Larry Lamb, is all, I always, even as a child, I found very disturbing. It's, it's not a na There's no natural movement to the puppets. The animation's weird, isn't it? They're, they're all misshapen. Yeah. <laughs> they're all squared off. It wasn't. I didn't realise it was German until he mentioned it. But then again, that might be the generic sort of uh, <laughs> concept of everything. No, German, no, it's, it's only the Dachshund that's German. Oh, the Dachshund. <laughs> Dennis, for some reason. Dennis the Dachshund. That that was that didn't look like that looked like a duck-billed platypus, <laughs> didn't it? Really. Huge sort of shonky puppet thing that you could right. get away with. Yeah, but it? it's uh, whoever thought that up. I mean, we're coming out of the sixties into the seventies. I think they were on rehab. <laughs> Well, uh, what did anything else scare you that you can remember? Any sort of things that you hid behind the sofa, from apart from Doctor Who and weird animations or not? Oh, Children of the Stones. Children of the Stones. Well, that's, that's seventy-seven, little, that's 77, is it? Sh no, film no, no, it's, not. it's film seventy-six, it's but shown seventy-seven. That's I right, believe. Long Hot Summer. Yeah, um, something before then. Oh. I mean, there's various sort of serial, weird serials from about that. Oh, that point. not Phoenix in the carpet. That's a little later on, though, isn't oh, it? Are you thinking of Enchanted, ca the Enchanted Castle? That's the, the Enchanted Castle is the one that you've said to me about oh, with the with, puppets with, with the um, sort of Guy Fawkes's. Yeah. No. Yes. And the, yes. Um, 
That's the, the Nesbit one. The Nesbit one. It's the particular uh, whether the the ugly wugglies. The ugly wugglies. That's that is scary. That is very. The thing about ch- children's television is, it it didn't pander to being comfortable. It would say. It's a bit like the Robert Holmes things. Let's mm. scare the bejeebas out of people, but do it in a safe atmosphere. It, you know, it's something that you could do. They want to put on a little show in this Enes bit thing. They haven't got an audience, so they create their own audience. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the audience comes to life. Yeah, because they're sort of these sort of guy folks. They are, literally, with drawn-on faces, drawn yeah. faces. Which was, I remember being the most scariest thing was their faces. And they talked, but they talked in a muffled way because they had no open mouths. And you said, how did, how did they get rid of them? Oh, I, sh- I found you that. They, they, they get locked into, in a... um, yeah, into a crypt of some kind, <laughs> don't they? And it was terrible because you hear them screaming and banging on the doors to get out. And it's quite disturbing as a child. This is 1979, by the way. Is it? Yes, oh, it's that late. I'd have been nine. Yes, that's it's that scary. late. And it's, oh, yeah. no, that, that, that is a very... I know you memory. asked me about this years yeah. ago, and we all thought it was Phoenix and the carpet, yeah. and it's not. And it took me a while to, to work out what it was. <laughs> Because the Phoenix and the Carpet is about seventy six, mm. and yeah, there's an awful lot of these odd serials done for kids in the sort of mid to late seventies, all of which are like fantasy based and things like that. But yeah, this is the Enchanted Castle, and yes, again, it is available if you know where to look. So here's a little theory to throw around. I was thinking as I was coming here on the chuff chuff today, and um, okay. Tell me about animals in your chart. I'm going to throw this one to you. Animals. Animals. Now, tell me if I'm wrong here. Uh, Bears. There's bears come up. How many bears bears do you know? How many bears do I know? In your childhood (laughs) is is, um, in in TV, say. Well, there's... Oh, God. Well, they range from annoying things like Barnaby the Bear. Yeah. There's Teddy Edward. Um, was Yogi Bear, obviously. Got Bungle Bear. But, oh, God, Bungle the Bear, yes. Okay, yeah. so then you go into the um, areas of looking at animal quackers. You have got... What type of animals have got animal quackers? Is that, that is that the, the the things that played musical instruments? Yep, you've got Rory, the lion, Rory, haven't you? Yeah, Rory, tell us a story. Is it, That's or the like? one, yeah. yeah. I, I can, I can, I can visualise them. them yeah. I couldn't tell you what they are. Yeah, Um and so you've got you've had the pink you have the pink panther yeah so the, th- the theme here are all animals or shall I say Dan- wild I was going to say dangerous animals <laughs> this is the thing as a child you're told that lions are cuddly creatures who will tell you stories and won't rip your head off and eat you <laughs> and then your bears will do exactly the same they're all happy um, they're all sort of happy characters that will you know tell you stories tell you jokes dance and sing for you actually they're wild animals and children shouldn't trust them really they <laughs> don't believe what they oh, <laughs> so uh, they're indoctrinated so what I missed was um, the, 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 the pilot I've, show I've just found the animal crackers yeah. <laughs> Rory who was a lion yeah Boots, who was a tiger, Bongo, who was a dog, and there was a monkey who was called Twang. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. Most of them are wild creatures who would have killed you. As they say, it's a sort of rip-off of the banana splits. Oh, banana splits were just... One of those... Yeah, we suffered from... <laughs> we suffered from the we banana splits. We suffered from the banana splits. But they, <laughs> it was the same storyline every time they arrived in these Space 1999 buggies. And you know, or colony in space ones. Oh yes, or or fall around to bad uh, special effects, play their guitars, and bugger off again. Oh, Animal Quackers is nineteen seventy five to nineteen seventy eight. By the way, Mm. 
Yeah, Series 1, 25th of September. And it was, bad, it was badly transferred, even though it was Oh, made. and there's a horrible picture oh. of them. No, that's scary. Yeah. Don't like that. But I, I like the idea of a monkey called Twang. <laughs> there's sort of no double meaning there at all. No, not at all. I think we'll do the next question. And thanks to Warren for his interview. We'll be yes, thank you, Warren. Thank you, Warren. Yes, more from Warren next time. A uh, couple of loose ends from that thing about 1976. Okay. Because um, I think we sort of ended up confusing each other. Yeah. Morecambe Wise um, starts on BBC with Running Wild in 1954. Is that is that one that's the thing that's not a success? No, I was yeah. thinking the um, tel- what was it? The box they buried Morecambe Wise. Television, in the box. Yeah. yeah. Then. Um, Two of a Kind is ATV 1961 to 68. We've seen some of that, haven't we? Yeah, with Dick Hills and Sid Green as writers. Dick right. Hills from Tell Me. Oh, right. Okay. Another last time. Right. Uh, Morecambe and Wise Show on the BBC is 1968 to 77, and then mm-hmm. they transfer to Thames in 1978. Okay. So 1976 was towards the, ty- the end of their time on, um, BBC. on BBC. Also, we were talking about that episode of... Um, the good old days. We were, yes. And very oddly, yes, it was actually broadcast on Friday, as far it as we was, can tell. It was, on BBC Four. Yeah, so it had yes. all the right cast in, and it yeah. seems to be the one. It's it's yeah. a bit hard to tell with variety things. Because sometimes what you get last-minute changes. Of and... guests and things like that. But there we go. Um, and now, as they say, here's another piece of music. I did cough. You went off and had a cough. I didn't did. You? I was trying not to cough while the music was playing. So three to one makes you cough. No, no, a cold makes me cough. Oh, you've got a cold, have you? Yeah. Right. Uh, that was, as you may or may not know, uh, the theme music to three to one. Now, why on earth do we want to talk about three to one? Because it's brilliant. Because it's brilliantly it's rubbish. Brilliantly it's awful. Awful. They give away the most extraordinarily rubbish prizes. No, we're, we're going to have to explain. Yeah. Three, two, one to those that are fortunate enough not, not to know it. seen it. Um, but you should see it. Yes. ITV uh, game show. Yeah. Saturday nights. Was it, it might have been generally? Friday nights to start with. I think yeah. like the 1978 series, which is the first series, um, was shown on Friday nights. I'm sure it, sure it was quite early on in the night. I will well. I will try and find that out as we yeah. as we talk. But mm. um, yes, we do have a number of friends online who are huge fans of 321. Yeah. Mm. Um, but we're going to concentrate on the Christmas special from 1979. Yes. Uh, yes. Which is named Dickens. Yes. Because um, that's got a, it's got a, a pretty good really cast. good cast yeah. in it. Now, yeah. to explain how it works, um, you get three couples. Yeah. Um, uh, they have a, a quiz at the start. They do. They um, answer just a word-based, a word-based sort of quiz. quiz. Each, each couple gets ten questions. Mm-hmm. And it's... Um, it starts off as a pound per question, 
but by this point, it's ten pounds. I was going to say, yeah, is it ten pounds? Yes. Um, also, in the first series, which is really odd, the winners of the first part of the show, the quiz, don't go on to the second part of the show. No, they come back next come week back wearing next a week. sash. Yeah, wearing a sash says says winner. And then I think they thought, no, we're losing too much money this way. Because we'll the same couple it. kept coming yeah, back and back and back. Yeah, they won about six or seven yeah. episode, uh, editions, episodes, whatever you want to call them. They must have won about a thousand pounds. Yeah, because the first ever episode is noticeable for the uh, sort of people that get through to the final are Janice Long and her partner. And then husband. Uh, was it husband? Yeah. All right. Um, and she w- ends up winning a tea set. She does. A sterling um, silver ac- tea set. According to her reply from the 29th of December 2013 on Twitter she sold the tea set for two grand and used it as a deposit on the house the ex kept Dusty Bin yeah Dusty Bin being the mascot of the show mascot of the show yeah Um, which is quite cute but if you won Dusty Bin at the end of the show all you got was a dustbin all you got was a dustbin later on Dusty Bin becomes sort of I was going to say robotized yeah (laughs) not robotized he becomes robotic and animatronic animatronic and he gets he can do stuff and blow up yeah his bow tie will rotate and things like that and he runs Ted over (laughs) then he ends up with a dog doesn't he later on a dog garbage yeah garbage or something we should say Ted being Ted Rogers who is the host of the show. Yes, Ted Rogers and his amazing hair. Hair, yeah. <laughs> I think he's sort of genuine when yeah. he starts out. But, but 321 is actually based on Undos Tres. Um, that's not his full name. It's Undos Tres Respondes Otra Vez, which means 123 Respond Again. Yes, uh, which mm. was a Spanish TV game show created by Narciso Ibanez Cebador. Okay. Which ran for 10 seasons from 1972 to 2004. I know the maths doesn't make sense. Okay, there must sense, be but a big was, gap in there It wasn't on ev- every year. Right. Um, but rather than have um, Dusty Bin as a mascot, um, it had a pumpkin, Okay. I think. That, that's a, a bit odd. Yeah, well. Um, um, I mean, a bin's odd, but, yeah, a, pumpkin's, but a pumpkin's just... So did they win a pumpkin at the end of it, then? At Ru- 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 Ruperta the Pumpkin. 1976 to 1983, 1991 to 2004. You could win a pumpkin. Sometimes the pumpkin hid other prizes. For example, the biggest prize in the history of the show was hidden in Ruperta, which was a car. I I don't think the car was actually hidden in a pumpkin. No, that would be a really big pumpkin. Or a very small car. Uh, An apartment in the Zabia, a, a yacht... A cheque worth five million pesetas. That's about 20 quid, isn't it? <laughs> no, uh, no, apparently this is 30,000 euros. Um, there was, uh, Which is probably quite a lot now. There was also Botilde the Boot, El Cholo, El Anticholo, a pink pear-shaped creature which wore leg warmers and a top hat. What's the Anticholo? Is that, is, is that like ant- matter on antimatter? Uh, uh, Cholo's evil twin was El Anticholo, which was green and had a sinister grin with vampire fangs. Okay. El Boom and El Crack. <laughs> Boom was an orange pink-haired frog-like thing which wore right. a tuxedo and a bow tie. Oh, I think I've seen that. Have you seen it? Yeah, it I think you showed it was, me a It bit. was happy, yes. Yeah. And Crack was a green lizard with four locks of hair. Sounds Four <laughs> locks of hair or, or four with, locks With barely hair. four locks of hair. Right. So it was a bit balding. Okay. Anyway, back to... Te- it's done. Hair. Back to Ted Rogers and his wig. Uh, not his wig. No, he's, uh, Ted doesn't wear a wig, does he? No. Well, not now. Well, no. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. First, uh, first ever episode, getting back to it, Janice Long was offered a St. Bernard dog and a year's supply of brandy. She was. If she didn't want the dog, they could have sold the dog back to the kennels 
<laughs> and she'd, she'd have got 150 quid or something. Yeah. And the look on her face is absolutely priceless. Yeah. I do not believe I lived in a this. flat, didn't I? I can't remember. But, um, yeah, um, so let's get on to Dickens from 1979, shall okay. we? Um, yeah. That, as I said, that's got a really good cast in it. It has, um, yes. So who, who's it got? It's got... Wilfred Bramble. Wilfred, oh, Wilfred Bramble playing... As Scrooge. Playing Scrooge. But playing it like as, as old well, man Steptoe. Pr- pretty much playing it as Steptoe, isn't yeah, it? Which I think yeah. he was doing most things this at this point. Yeah. Um, you've got... You've got Terry Scott in there? Terry Scott. Yes. Pl- he plays Bill Sykes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, you've mm. got the Crankies in there. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, Bill Maynard and Carmel McSharon. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um... And you've got... Did, did I say the Crankies? I must you have said, said the, the Crankies. crankies. All right, yes. yes. Um, yes. But what you do also get is this group called the Ramblers. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm. it's 1979, and around this period you you got these sort of kids' groups that would, yeah. that would sing... Yeah, sing twee songs. Sing like the St. Winifred's sort of school choir. Which I don't think is 1979 anyway. But I, 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 I really can't be bothered to look that up, but... Um, Yes, um, but then you can't criticise kids, can you? Yeah, they're not kids anymore, so... Well, now we know, but uh, yeah, they were they were not perhaps the best thing on there. No. And it, ha- it has to be said, the, the format of the show did change in time. It did. As it, it became did, more... It starts out as a sketch show, and they have sketches, and then somebody comes over and gives the... Cl- the, 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 fam- the famous uh, unreadable... Um, well, not unreadable, but just and, really strange yeah, clue. As time goes on, it becomes a more variety-based Yeah, you get show. more sort of song and dance. So by the time you get to sort of 1984-85, it's more just acts. Yeah. With but, maybe a basic theme, just to link them roughly together. But so. yes. Oh, and we, we mustn't forget um, Mike Newman, Chris Emmett, Felix yeah. Bonez as yeah. well. All, all of whom are regulars. sort of regulars yeah. on there. And in the, in the first um, first year, you get Dougie Brown oh, that's right. and Debbie Arnold. Yes. Oh, one of the, uh, sort of, as they call them, the 321 girls yes. is, um, is it? Mrs. Eddie Large. Who's that? What's her real name? Her name's Patsy and... Scott. Scott. I'm yeah. going to say smart then, for yeah. some reason. Mm. I don't think it's Patsy and Also smart. notable for sort of Doctor Who fans, the 1979... Episodes, including this Christmas special, are directed by none other than, than Paddy Russell. Yes. Somewhat ironic is when she was offered uh, by Barry Letts to direct for what was turned out to be Invasion of the Dinosaurs. She yes. said she'd, she'd like to work on Doctor Who again so long as she didn't have to direct any tin cans, yes. meaning Daleks. And yes. of course, she ends up having to direct Dusty Bin, Dusty which Bin, is yeah. possibly a... even worse than the Dalek. Yes. Um, yes. So the Christmas special broadcast on Christmas Day. Uh, makes sense at five fifteen. All right. And immediately following it was George and Mildred, the twenty-six year itch. Oh, that's the last episode. Isn't is that it? the last I episode? Think it is, um, yeah. Then you've got the Three Musketeers with oh, Michael film. York, Oliver Reed, Raquel Welsh, Frank Finley, and various others. Right here. Yeah, and then Christmas with Eric and Ernie. So, okay. as as we said, Eric and Ernie have now moved to to, to ITV. Yeah. There's a little piece in the. Um, TV Times, little interview with Wilfred Bramble, and they say, uh, "How will you be spending Christmas Day? At home in London, alone and behind closed doors." He growls in his best Scrooge voice. Cards, I don't send cards, and I hate turkey, but I might cook myself a goose, and I'll expect I'll watch the three to one special. I really will have a happy Christmas in my own way. 
<laughs> Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay, there I'm you go. I'm not entirely sure that was all true. Uh, po- no, possibly. Possibly making that up. Yes. But, um, yes, uh, I mean, so much of 321 is on YouTube, if, yes. you're, if you really yeah. feel... Um, brave enough to watch it. <laughs> brave enough to watch it. But it is yeah. good for sort of stars of the day yeah, and, and variety people because you do get Frankie Howard you do get Frankie Howard quite a lot on, yes. on there yeah. Um, yeah. I think you just basically get Ted's mates yeah possibly you um, know it's like Ted phones them up and go want to be on the show this week and they're yeah. like yeah not doing anything better yeah yeah fair enough but um, so, yeah you get you say Frankie Howard um, Frank Fulton's in one well, dressed as an oh, owl oh Frank Thornton dressed as an owl that's, that's strange uh, oh we should say about 321 uh, the cartoon character was designed by John Sunderland. Yes. Um, you meant Dusty Bin, not 321. So the cartoon character of oh, Dusty Bin, sorry. Yes. Um, but John Sunderland <laughs> was actually a sort of architect who ended up designing uh, the, the uh, Yorvik Centre in York. Yeah, we've been there a few times, the um, Centre. Which is rather odd yeah, <laughs> career progression, different. but... But yes, that's a, yeah. that's one of those sort of when you start researching it, you think is that true? And then mm-hmm. and apparently is because apparently he does mention it. He's written a book or or two about yeah, sort right. of his you know, sort of his works, and uh, of course there has to be something on Dusty Bin. Um, of course, there were some sort of celebrity ones where you had celebrity people as guests, yes. and you've got. Um, Terry Wogan and Cloder Rogers in one, and yeah, John Inman and Barbara Windsor. No, we haven't seen that. But, I don't know uh, if that one's on but weirdly, or... the the guy that gets through to the end on the on the Christmas special does look like Tony Selby. It does look like Tony Selby. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. Tony Selby. We yeah. did we did check, but yes. uh, yeah, it's 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 rather weird. Yeah. he's not as scary looking as the guy that's on the next episode, which is the mu- is the oh, is musical. that the te- teachers? It's a te- yeah, it's a teachers episode. No, no, that's school day. Sorry, I'm getting confused. The next episode is 1980. Um, 1980, which is a musical. Yeah, musical not 1980. That's the one with the four Chuckle Brothers on it, isn't it? The 1980 one. Yes. 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 The 1981 version has Danny Larue. Mm. on it but you know the teacher is actually in school dice which i think might be in from earlier on in 1979 mm. and i don't know what he's doing i think he's just perfected this look that scares all the kids in his classroom <laughs> and he keeps doing Scary this sort of, look. sort of vaguely maniacal looking grin oh 1981 series i have to mention it being a computer nerd right that was most exciting for the elimination game in the middle which consisted of a game of breakout Right. You know the, the yes. you, bat. You've got a bat yeah. at the bottom of the yeah. screen and bricks at yeah. the top, and no, you hit, hit, for, for hit the, the ball. They always give the handset to the gentleman. Oh yes, yes. First. who's going to play first? Always the bloke. Yes, because obviously blokes can play computer obviously, games, and yeah. ladies are too sensible. Just too sensible <laughs> <laughs> but I remember watching those 1981 ones and think this is like so technically advanced and brilliant. It's it, this is the future. <laughs> you know, this is this is what all all com- computer games are. You know, brilliant, yeah. brilliant. But I mean, this is. I mean, I might have had a ZX eighty one at that point. I All can't right. remember. But mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even get a ZX Spectrum till nineteen eighty three, nineteen eighty four. Mm. So seeing Breakout on three two one was yeah, a fantastically brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so three two one. Um, I think we'd say have yeah. a, have a have a look if Track you some down. if you've yeah. if you've got you know 
I was going to say, if you've got nothing else better to, better to do, but no, that would be selling it short, I think. No, it is, it's fun. The early fun. episodes are hypnotically bad, I think yes. it has to be said. So they it, get it, sorted. it is quite shoddy for yes. the first for the first few. Yeah. And one wonders if they got um, Paddy Russell in to make it thinking that, better. you know, yeah. knowing that she probably could bring some order to it. Yeah, possibly. Because um, yeah. I, I, I know this is... She, she did do some other stuff for White... YTV, did she? Because this is York, Yorkshire Television. Because yeah. I know this yeah. was about the period that Tom Baker did the Book Tower. Oh, I bet he did that with Paddy Russell for, for Yorkshire. No, no, but um, you know, it, it's weird that you're getting on. a few Doctor Who people yeah. working at, at Yorkshire Television at that time. But mm. uh, yeah, so yeah, as I said, we do have a number of sort of friends online. Yorkshire, I remember yeah. a few years ago we did we did. Sort of join in some live tweeting of yes of of, of three two one, yeah. was <laughs> which was very which challenge. was very funny for us, but probably everybody that didn't know what we were was going on baffled. about was utterly yeah. baffled. But mm. uh, yeah, so there there you go. Um, it's our sort of featured show of of, of the podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. Give it know. a go. Yeah, have have yeah. a go. Even you, if you only make it through the first five minutes. Yeah, it's 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 worth a look if you're interested in sort of that kind of television, sort of TV, TV generally, and sort of variety stars and and I say comedy people. So yeah. Yeah. there we go. Yeah, and you get Kenneth Connor at some point, as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, you, you you get virtually everybody. I think at well, some point. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. Okay, yeah. three, two, one, and we're about back up. There. We'll be back after the music. Bye. Well, that's almost all for this week, except for the news that Dusty Bin is planning a family reunion. Apparently, he's hoping to hear from his elder brother, Rusty Bin, along with his philandering uncle, Lusty Bin, but he's desperately hoping not to hear a peep out of his flatulent nephew, Gusty Bin. Cheerio. See you next time. That was episode two of Round the Archive, starring Lisa Parker and Andrew Trowbridge with Nick Goodman and Warren Cummings. On the musical side, you heard Dan Tate and Paul Chandler. The script for 321 Dickens was by John Bartlett, Mike Goddard, Jeff Leake and Wally Molston. And the producers were Mike Goddard and Alan Tarrant. Hello and welcome back. Before we begin, we should announce the results of last week's What's Wrong With This Photograph competition. In fact, due to a misprint, there was actually nothing wrong with the photograph at all, except that Pigbin Josh's miniskirt was slightly the wrong shade of tartan. Oh, and in a very real sense, ah. Thankfully, quite a few of you spotted it anyway, 
so we shall be sending Series 1 of Robert's Robots to Mr Polyp Vogelclencher of Newport Pagnell in the hope that it will help shore up his, his crumbling rookery. Or possibly rockery. His handwriting gets increasingly shaky. Trowbridge, make the announcement. That went a bit voicey. <laughs> it's Ladies and gentlemen, much to our surprise and contrary to popular demand, it's episode two of Round the Archives. Hello and welcome back. Before we begin, we should announce the results of last week's What's Wrong With This Photograph competition. In fact, due to a misprint, there was actually nothing wrong with the photograph at all, except that Pigbin Josh's miniskirt was slightly the wrong shade of tartan. Oh, and in a very real sense, ah. Thankfully, quite a few of you spotted it anyway, so we shall be sending Series 1 of Robert's Robots to Mr Polyp Bogleclencher of Newport Pagnell in the hope that it will help shore up his... In <laughs> <laughs> Don't try, keep going, keep, keep going, going. Go, go, go. 